I am sorry. Are you okay? podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. 22nd of February, I won't be running, you won't have to look anywhere for me. Just watch out for the right hands, because you're going to sleep in two. 12 years, I never expected it to turn out like this. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. happening, people? Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem road, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Mikey K, Detroit, stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Yo, Ness, don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King, I mean the best. Catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman, claim me Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without y'all, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Batgirl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish Bay, Palm Beach, Florida. Detroit, the incredible. Straight out the ATL. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating, it's just the truth. Show kid, my to New York, suckers. SDS Promotion. Coach Mide from London, UK. Checking in from Tennessee, it's Lethal James, P-A-Y-N-E, it's Lethal. Line 6 read, just spreading that boots gospel. Mo from Bell, only in America. But I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Ford, Crown Heights, Brooklyn, you heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. JT, New Orleans, Louisiana. Stuff like that. Yo, TVV, this coach J-Mac. Long to Louisiana, 504, baby. Ah. What have you? T-Y-A-California. <laughs> like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon. This is the number one pound for pound and two division champion, Marvin the Tank Berman from Dallas, Texas. From DC to Stern City, Bomb Squad. Brandon Maurice, aka the AJ Trucker, straight out of Cincinnati, baby. Mad Bad 100, US Virgin Islands. Chick Chickarelli, Hollywood, California. Louis Reyes, Boston, Mass. Yo, drop that SDS shit, This son. message was brought to you by SDS Promotion. The voice of the people, there is no equal. As always, say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Check this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TDD Life. If you ain't on Patreon, it's because you're stupid.
What up? What up? What up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Solo, dolo, Scarface, no Manolo, but you already know, though, in order to do this, you truly, truly, truly got to love it. And that's what I do. I love this sport, man. And uh, I wanted to preview and predict this fight. I think this is going to be a fight that is a little bit more exciting for American, the American audience. Uh, not because it's a rematch, but because the current pound for pound numero uno, he ain't a Puerto Rican, but I'm speaking so that you know. Terrence Bud Crawford, well, his entire team, Isu, Red Spikes, Bo Mac McIntyre, even the strength and conditioning coach have all been retained. All of their services have been retained to help Chris Eubank Jr. in his rematch with Liam Smith. Now, we've watched Bo Mac and the three trainers, Isu, Red, Spikes. We've watched them take a guy with losses and turn them into a world champion in Jamel Herring. Salute to Jamel Herring, the Marine who once upon a time PBC let go. He got with Bo Mac. Bo Mac got him a couple fights. Eventually got him a deal with top rank. Eventually got him a championship title. Eventually got a cash out with Frampton and even Shakur Stevenson. So we've seen Bomac take what we perceive to be broken and fix it. Can he do that with Chris Eubank Jr.? Now, a lot of was, a lot of people were saying that Chris Eubank Jr. was winning that first fight. Bomac himself feels that... You know, Chris was winning that first fight, and they just had to make some adjustments. So I'm going to set up a poll in a bit, asking you who exactly you're picking. And I want to see, because we do have a 65% give or take percentage in audience of American base. And I just want to see how many of those Americans are now going to take Liam to win or lose. Or are they going to stick with Eubank now that he's with Terrence Bud Crawford's trainers? and strength and conditioning coach does this make the difference in this fight because this fight's taking place this weekend this is one of the big fights there's also another fight on this card i'm totally interested in that it's florian marco taking on dillian moran and uh it's a domestically built up fight um i love florian marco he is a character. I watched the face-off. This, Believe it or not, this fight had a face-off. It had like a, like a sit-down, you know, like Max Kellerman used to do his face-off and then Johnny Nelson copied it with whatever his was called. Well, then they copied it again, and these guys did something like that. And uh, Marku is great. Anybody that has the time needs to go check that out. Right. I'll get you the exact name. I'll go through my history on YouTube, but it is available on YouTube to see. He is a personality, a bit of rough English, but he's Albanian. And these guys are Armenian or Albanian, but I think he's exactly the same thing Victor Chinian was. And these guys have a lot of moxie, a lot of ego, a lot of character, and they're very prideful. And uh, he's a character, let me tell you. He's like, look, you, you, you're, you should be thanking me that you're on this level, that I got all these cameras now putting the attention on you. I mean, he's really made for television. He's a welterweight. And right now, the welterweight division is high. And look, it's a domestic fight. And, you know, we might as well start paying closer and closer attention to um, Florian Marco because he could end up in a Conor Ben fight. 
And remember that Conor Ben was also linked to a potential Chris Eubank fight, and then Conor Ben tested positive, which he later was able to clear himself, uh, and at least the WBC clear him the box. But it's all pretty relative. But we're here for previews and predictions. Statistically, the guy that wins the first fight is supposed to win the second fight. But obviously, we've seen rematches go the opposite, right? Uh, Tony Harrison beat Charlo, lost the rematch. Um, you know, Wilder got a draw, lost both rematches to Fury. You know, some people can't get it done. Uh, what happens here, I don't know. Rewatching the fight this morning, again, this is a different version of Eubank, or at least the, the version that was in the Smith 1, Eubank 1, Smith 1 fight. That's a different Eubank. But he definitely had that left hand way too low after the second round. And, and let me tell you, Liam was taking full advantage, landing overhand rights. I don't know that he's not going to be disciplined this time around. I believe that he is because of the team that he has. I hate to make it about the team, but they they, they released sparring, Sky Sports did. And, and you can hear Bo Mack tell him, yo, keep that right hand up on the high guard at least for the first couple of rounds for him, you know, till, till, till the, sparring set, the sparring settles in. And they released the whole sparring session between Chris Eubank Jr., who I like to call this generation's Roy Jones Jr., right? He released full sparring with him and Devin Alexander's brother, Vaughn Alexander. So that's not a bad sparring partner. That was good and a great way to build up the fight, especially to us American audience. We know who Vaughn is. So you can catch that on YouTube as well. You know, shout out to Sky Sports and whoever's promoting this fight for doing a good job releasing footage that way. Um, so so you can hear Bo Mac telling Eubank to make the corrections. The question is, when the lights are on and the shit gets tough, is he going to remember to keep his hands up? Is he going to even hear Bo Mac telling him to keep his hands up? Or is he going to revert to doing what he's normally doing? Liam, on the other hand, he keeps a hell of a high guard. And at least in the first fight between Eubank, he certainly moved his head. And he was able to cut the distance fairly well, even without a spectacular jab. Just footwork and head movement. Again, now that was a different version of Chris Eubank, one that was obviously jabbing and boxing off the back foot with a low lead hand. Are these issues going to be corrected with the super team that is B&B &B Boxing, led by Bomac, Red Spikes, and Isu? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll be doing a betting show on Friday, and, and, and you can see which way I lean on this when it comes to betting, but it definitely added excitement and interest for me to see what exactly Bo Mack can do because, you know, we talk about fighters and, and how they're looking for checks and purses. Well, is Bo Mack and his team just looking for a check from a big name, you know, in Chris Eubank Jr., father of a legend? Or do they really see talent in him, and can they really make the necessary adjustments to get him to get that win? Because if they can, well, then the sky is the limit, right? Because Chris Eubank, 
you know, he's been rumored to be in all types of fights. He's a great talker. He's exciting in the ring, lets his hands go, does that triple left hook, you know, just like Roy. Um, all he needs is a good team to get him in tip-top shape so that he can be in those Charlo fights or in a Billy Joe rematch or an Andre fight. Whatever the case may be, you know, he's always been about that smoke. You know, he fought Billy Joe a long time ago, you know. Uh, he was asking for Triple G and almost had it. Obviously, Kell Brooks stepped in, but he wanted that Triple G fight. That was almost there. Anybody that followed those negotiations know that that was almost there. And, you know, according to Eddie Hearn, his father ruined it by trying to set ticket prices way too high. So they pulled out of the negotiations altogether, but we can't admit that he's not a big name, you know. Um, we can't admit the fights with him and Gennady, you know, even him. And, you know, I would love a fight with him and David Benavidez at 68. You know, both have very fast hands. Both throw a lot of punches. Obviously, Benavidez is more aggressive based off the last Eubank fight with Liam than Eubank. But, you know, definitely Eubank can match him in speed and combination punches. Uh, just obviously David is more consistent with that. You know, Eubank every now and then wants to jump on that back foot, wants to double and triple the jab while circling the ring, you know. So David is a monster. He's coming forward. He's trying to track you down. But I'm very excited for this fight, man. I'm playing maybe, maybe we should go to Hardeen and do another live fight chat. Uh, this weekend, um, I don't know. But if you want to call in and voice your opinion, give me your prediction on this particular fight with Liam Smith taking on Chris Eubank in the rematch. Previews and predictions. We're also going to Go ahead and set this poll up and see who you guys are going to pick, which way and how, right? So we got Eubank Jr. KO, Liam Smith via KO. Smith via decision. All right, and then what else we got? We got to get some Eubank by decision. Eubank. Junior via decision. So, if you're on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, this would be a great time to go ahead and vote on the poll while simultaneously hitting the like button to help with the algorithm 
to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans. But enough talking. We're going to open up these phone lines. Let me see. Okay, we got some super chat love. MV2 is a prospect. Tony Boswell joined as a prospect. And we got Matt Bent 100 on that champ level. Sending $5. Says second dose. Chris has not accepted the fact he punched her, not an elbow. Smith wins again. Mental edge. All right, well. Let's open up these lines for anybody that wants to give their previews and predictions. Remember, we're going to be doing a betting show for this fight Friday morning, 10.45 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Right now, we're going out to the phone lines. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Brew in a 504. What's going on? Man, what's happening, man? What's up? All right, all right. Yeah, I got to... It's kind of hard for me to pick this one because I don't know if I'm confident that Eubank will stick to whatever he's been taught by any new team and not revert to his old habits. Mm-hmm. And I don't, know confident, I don't know if I'm confident that Liam could pull this off again. So I I'm really don't know. This is... This is a far more interesting fight than I thought it would be the closer things have gotten. So I really don't know where to go with this. I can see it going either way. I can see it even ended up at something crazy like a draw. I, I don't know. It's just that this is a hard one to pick. So to me, that's what makes fights like these more interesting. But um, I mean, who's proven to be more durable and or consistent in your mind? Oh wow! Oh, has Liam been stopped before? I can't by Canelo, by Canelo, by Canelo to the body, by Canelo to the body. Shit, it's really a toss-up, I guess, because both of them have been stopped. I guess if you put a gun to my head, who I have more confidence in to be just more consistent, I'm going with Liam. I guess it's just I don't know. Chris to me has always been this type of fighter that. He just always swings for the home run, even when it's not necessary. I don't know if I've seen him be patient or methodical in the ring or try to set too much up. He's always trying to headhunt and get you out of there. So I don't know. That's why it's it's difficult. But I mean, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens when they get in the ring. All right, champ. Well, appreciate you. Calling in. Right. Obviously. Appreciate you calling in. Um, a lot of good fights on this card. Remember, this is gonna be ESPN Plus. It will be live streamed from London. You do have Liam Smith taking on Chris Eubank Jr. in the rematch. Bo Mack in the corner with Eubank Jr. On the undercard, you got Adam Azim taking on Aram Fayan in a 10-round junior welterweight fight. Then, something I'm obviously interested in, you know, I got a love, a, a love affair with the heavyweights, and Fraser Clark, an Olympian, taking on Dave Allen, a journeyman heavyweight that we know, a tough, durable guy, 10-round heavyweight fight. I want to see what Fraser Clark can do as he's stepping up. Mark Efron is back. 
versus Jack Cullen. This is a good fight. This is a 12-round fight for Efron's British super middleweight titles. Then we got Michaela Mayer crossing the pond yet again to take on Sylvia Barut in a 10-round fight that's confirmed for a female junior welterweight fight. And she's announced that after this fight, she's going up to 47, and she wants to take on Atasha Jonas. You so feel like I'm rocking out with my girl, Michaela Mayer. We got Florian Marku taking on Dillian Moran, and that's Moran, and that's the one I'm really interested in. Let me see if Moran hit me back, man. I, I tried to get him on this morning. Maybe we could get him on now. I know it's fight week for him. Yep, I see nothing. I see nothing. I see nothing. But, you know, we're going to continue to stay on top of that and try to get to him and have him get on the show. And uh, give us a few words, you know. But we got um, Tip Bellis. What's going on? Previews and prediction, brother. Who you got? Tip. Yo, Ness, can you hear me? Perfect. Yo. Yeah, man. Uh, Liam versus Eubank, man. I don't know about this second fight, honestly, but I'm kind of pissed at uh, Eubank for dropping uh, Roy Jones, bro. What? I don't think Roy Jones was the problem. Yeah, I don't think Roy Jones was the problem in that last fight. I mean, it's your lack of responsibility on defense. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, the style Jones presented for uh, Eubanks fit him perfectly. I just think y'all needed to add it in, you know, maybe another coach, you know what I'm saying, to help you. That would have been fine. Uh... But, yeah, I, I think what Eubanks fucked up at in the last fight was just being on the ropes. Like, if he keeps that fight in the center of the ring, I could picture him knocking out uh, Liam Smith. I ain't going to hold it. Because, mm. like, Liam, Liam can't keep up with the speed of Eubanks. He can't. And he was having problems the whole time with the jab. And you know what I'm saying? The moment yeah, but it was, a, it, was, up, right. it, was a, it was a it was a pretty shitty jab, and and let's be real, Liam was countering over that jab by the second round. He was countering right over that jab. Yeah, but it was still effective though. At the end of the day, right? You know what I'm saying? He, he may be countering, but you know what I'm saying? Liam didn't really get anything off that was effective until Eubanks put himself on the ropes. You know what I'm saying? Just just the, those small amount of counters wasn't going to win Liam the fight. He was already down. You know, it's just my opinion. He just had to keep working his jab. I feel like they're going to do that in this fight, too. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what, how much Bomack can change him. You know, uh, it's, it's going to be weird. But I, I don't think he does much differently other than be more responsible on defense. Hmm. Yeah, that's my thought. All right, Tip Bellis. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you giving your prediction. Remember, we're using Twitter spaces and Discord to call in. We got Huang in Houston. What's up? Yeah, I, you know, I don't really put too much stock in who's training. The reason I, reason I say that is that I mean Maurice Hooker was trained by B and B. You know, it's not like he, he was just losing. I mean, he became I mean, a world he, champ he with them. Then he? he had the IBF with them. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, what happened after that? I mean, he lost. You know what he I mean? lost. He lost, and 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 and, and I think and I think they recommended he don't keep fighting, and he wanted to keep fighting, so they're not training with him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just I just how I see. I like I I want to see more what what he has changed in, in his game, what tool he added to his bag, and then you can give props to the trainer. Like, okay, you know, that's different. Obviously, it's got to come from you know they they put something new in his head, but I don't know. I, I don't put too much stock in that. I got I got to see first what what is different. You know what I'm saying? What do you do different now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 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 what we all waiting to see. But yeah, I think I got you, Bank. That's my prediction. All right, champ. Appreciate you. I just want to go ahead and uh, congratulate my boy live on air. Salute to uh, Brandon Moore. Just signed all the way from Lakeland, Florida. That ain't even too far. Actually, we held our border wars in Lakeland. Shout out. Uh, well, actually, our hotel, our fighter hotel was in Lakeland and our fight was in Plant City, but they're dangerously close to each other. But he got signed a top rank as a heavyweight, 12-0, undefeated, eight KOs. So they're going to make it exciting over there on top rank with these heavyweights, man. They keep signing and signing and signing. Don't forget they signed Oslin back. Man, they signed Kuzabuski. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Kuzabuski did some bullshit, so maybe they, they cut his ass after that. Low blow, intentional bullshit. Saquon, my New York correspondent. What it do? This my little, this my little Earl Spence bias guy right here. Yo, what's good, Ness? <clears throat> Chilling. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yo, first, I will admit that I just got off of being depressed from Spence and and Crawford, so I can call you. But I had to call in because you like you taking this Bomac stuff all away. Come on, bro! Like you, you doing the show just because you makes is with Bomac and his training group. Like, yo, you really drinking up all that, bro? Hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, uh-huh. first of all, I watched, <laughs> I watched the first fight. Uh, it was an upset. Uh, Eubank was the bigger fighter uh-huh. and and the favorite. So, yeah, I'm excited for the rematch, especially after Eubank is making the necessary adjustments and brought in a, an entirely new team, and, and and I can't help but mention that it's a pound-for-pound team. Sounds like you're still butthurt Earl Loss. Uh, why I got to be butthurt, bro? Can't I just be hurt? Like, can't my hurt be separated from my butt? Like, can't it just be regular hurt, bro? I mean... I am. I just hurt, told you I got... Hurt, I'm hurt, over it. But that's why that's why you saying I'm feeding too much into Bomac being the trainer when in fact you should be like, Dan, you're right. He just made Terrence into the number one pound for pound. Let's see what else these guys could do as a team. But you don't want to do that because again, you and your feelings. No, I'm not. I can, I, I've interviewed Bomac for the channel numerous times. Yo, he's a good dude, man. He's solid all around. I have no but you don't no want problems with Bomac. You the one calling in talking about I'm hyping this fight just because Bo Mac is his trainer, but isn't no, that a big the, the thing? No, the fight doesn't mean. But, yeah, I mean, but the fight is a. Uh, you got it. I'm sorry. You got it. I'm just saying, if that's a big thing, especially for me, I got a 65% UK. Uh, excuse me, U- US audience. Shouldn't I tell them that there's an American 
pound-for-pound trainer training a son of a legend from the United Kingdom. That's me striking interest in my U.S. fan base in a fight that they normally wouldn't be interested in because these guys are domestically from the U.K., and this is a domestic rivalry. With no belts on the line, let me tell you. So I'm trying to tap into my audience so that they tune in to this U.K. fight, which is actually good. Hey, and by the way, pound for pound trainer Bo Mack, Red Spikes, and Isu <laughs> is training them. Yo, listen, I am, I'm all, yo, I don't, I don't know. We usually agree on everything. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I just have never heard you speak about a trainer specifically like this. You know, like just for, for the, the fight, um, Eubanks is a, one of the, is one of the good fighters. I I like him a lot. You know what I mean? I was very like uh, surprised that he got hit, and when I saw the elbow, you know, that went into the to the to the process of whether or not he can make a comeback for this. I believe that he believes that that elbow made a difference, which makes this fight very interesting. It doesn't need the Bomac Express. How, uh, how can you say you know, seasoning assault on it? Seasoning assault on it to sell the fight. But how can you, know you say? How can you say it don't need? That's like saying, "Yo, Jordan is going to the finals." Don't talk about Pippen. Like, why not? <laughs> no, I, I don't disagree with that, Ness. I'm just saying that because your man's won, because Crawford won, you, 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 you the one, you the number one. Fan man, you the first dude to be talking about a fan of man and not a fan of the sport, but you a closet fan of so, Crawford so, so and Bowman, bro. When you gonna admit this, bro? At least I can admit that a Spence, I was a Spence fan. You you closeted Crawford and now you bringing it into the to the Eubank fight with with the trainer. So like, I, come so on, the closet, Let me get this straight, Freddie Roach. Got his name popping with Pacquiao. Then all these fighters came over there, you know, to train with Freddie. And every time Freddie gets a Xander Zayas or gets a Lipinets or gets him a, I think it's Stenonius, right? Well, he helps out because Marvin Samodio got him, right? We talk about that. But 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 because it's Bomac and he beat Earl, and Earl's your favorite fighter, I shouldn't bring up the accolades. But let's let's give you another example. Robert Garcia, numerous fighters. So when when Robert is all of a sudden training the dude that was on Pro Box, last name Garcia, and the dude across the ring is being trained by Bob Santos, why wouldn't that make it more intriguing for me, brother? You don't get it that if you have an expensive team, someone believes in you. If you ain't got Manny Pacquiao's on and you your trainer don't nobody know him, and, and, and you showing up with used equipment, you might not be good. Because guess what? Good kids get shit. Kermel Moton, Broly gave them an entire set of winning shit. TMT been giving them shit from the beginning. So, yeah, sometimes you the get reason, a diamond in the rough me... that ain't looking fly, that don't got the fresh gear, that still, that still could bang. But more times than none, if you got a fucking Bomac in your corner... You might have some talent, cause guess what? Good fighters, good trainers don't just take a check, cause that's gonna ruin ruin their legacy. They can't change their legacy by getting in the ring. 
their legacy is in Next. the hands of the fighter. So they very selective about who they train. Yes, but I would agree. I, I don't disagree. The only thing I got to call you out on, bro, is that you haven't even mentioned Liam Smith's trainer. You didn't say nothing about going matching wits. When when Bullmack was going against Terrence Dom, um, who the um, fuck was going about his James. trainer? He ain't changed his trainer. <laughs> but I'm saying, that's why, that's where I'm coming from. You a fan of the man, bro. Uh, you a fan of man. A, that's where it's coming from. I got to call you in. I'm really? a fan you of still the leader. I'm still following you. You're still the leader of the boxing voice. I'm going to still take take um take take uh take commands from the from the from the captain but i still gotta say to the captain bro this is not you know what i mean what we what we gonna do i'm gonna still go to battle with you i'm gonna still take the direction but i gotta call out what i see bro mm -hmm. that's it mm -hmm. and i also want to before, before i let go it's before, funny, before, before, before nah, you let nah. me go it's funny because you the main one talking about oh when it's a black boxer, they want to say how smart he is. They want to say... Uh, that, yo, I was just oh, about up, to say that. Hold up, hold up, hold let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. You want to come in with the race car when it suits you, and you're like, oh, why when it's a black man, they want to say that he ain't smart enough. But when it's a white guy, he always smarter, right? So now here I am saying that this team that happened to be black is smart, is great, hyping them up, hyping the fight up, and you still find a way to complain. You can't please them. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you just cannot please everybody. First, Ness, first, can you, when you when you impersonate my voice, can you man it up a little bit? I don't like how my voice sounds in your head. Put some put some bass in your voice when you interpret in my voice. Second, one of your super chat dudes just said that 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 Smith got the mental edge over over Chris Eubank. He brought it up in his super chat. I'm not saying nothing That's against Bullmack. Exactly that's exactly why he came out with a whole new fucking team. That mental edge is gone now because I got a super team. Now Liam worrying about that. Liam worrying about like, damn, can Bomack, who has changed the broken Jamel and brought him to a world title, can he really change Eubank? Can Bomack, who took a dude who wasn't even an Olympic alternate and take him to two-time undisputed, can he do that with Chris Eubank? You crazy that is the mental edge, bro. You just don't see that. It's chess, not chess. I see it, bro. I, I see it. I'm agreeing with you. I just don't know you're bringing up this situation if Terrence Crawford lost to my man. Of course that's not. That's the only thing I'm saying. Course, I'm only thing I'm saying. You but not have is this show? Is this type of show going on? You're not getting it. You're not getting it. I get it, bro. You got I don't get it. Like, of course we wouldn't be bringing up Bowman. If he just coming off a loss, we'd be bringing up differently. It'd be like, damn, did Eubank make a mistake getting getting Bomack to, to train him off of a, the biggest loss of his career? Like, of course, the trainer always gonna matter. You out here tripping, man, tripping. No, I yo listen. It's always a pleasure, my G. Like I said, you the leader of the boxing voice. I'm gonna follow your direction, but that don't mean. I won't voice my opinion on the way to the battlefield, okay? So salute again, and I'm, I'm going to go back to listening. But tell your 65% tell your 
American audience to stop fucking talking about mental edges when it comes to black fighters. I'm sick of that. I don't want to hear it. Black fighters are smart. They don't have to be smart only against other black fighters. And their intellect should not be questioned when they're going against a Mexican, a Puerto Rican, a, 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 a European, any other fighters. Stop this BS. Make my TVV um, t-shirt. Stop questioning the mental aptitude of black fighters. Thank you very much. All right. I'm going back to listening. All right. All right. Saquon, New York City. We got... Allen, what up? Allen. Yo, yo, Ness, I, I don't get what that guy was trying to say. Like, he's trying to, about black like, what was I he trying don't to know, say? bro. I don't know. Y'all got to ask him, bro. He be confusing me, man. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen him get knocked out. I don't know, man. Whatever. What I'm up, not... though? Who you got? Liam Smith? Exactly, man. We saw what happened. The first fight. I think Liam's giving problems again, man. I'm. A, I think I'm a bet on this, man. I think I'm a bet on on Smith because he's a he's a m much more calmer fighter than him, and he's already KO'd him. So he's gonna step in there with a hella confidence. Question: Like, what do you think? Um, Eddie Hearn has lined up for him next. If he wins, he can he can go for that uh for that belt. Adamas guy, right? Um. Eddie has learned lined up for who exactly? For Liam? Because this ain't Eddie Hearn. This boxer and, and Scott Sports. Oh, so who's his promoter? Who's Liam Smith's promoter? Himself. Boxer. He's he's getting a contract with Boxer. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought so. Eddie Hearn is not with him anymore. I didn't know that. Well, Eddie, well, you never know, man. Anyway, I just I didn't know about that part. All right. And another thing I gotta uh, say, because I didn't really have much to say about this topic here. Um, well, what, how do you feel about Xander Size, man? Well, what What do you feel about him, man? Because I feel he's gonna be uh, uh, he's gonna be number one out of all the uh, Puerto Ricans out I there. I mean, you know, we gotta wait. He just turned twenty, I think. Nah, I think he's older than that, man. Nah, but do we, you think he's better today? He just turned twenty. Damn, he's twenty years old. I didn't know that shit, man. Man, I still feel like he, he can still uh, be the best out of all the Puerto Ricans out there, man. Mm -hmm. Who do you sure, think is sure. winning the fight, though? You told me that? What did that shit like? Did I have a yeah. mental block? Putting money on Smith. Smith, Smith. You did say that. Apologies. Yeah. One more. Uh, you remember when Shakur, um, <laughs> he got mad one time and he said to Bo Mac, Bo Mac, I already beat all your fighters. You remember that shit? Yeah. And now he's trying back. He ain't training with Bomac, but you know he he fucks with Bud. But you still in the gym training off the same fundamentals, man. It's the same trainer. I mean, you know, but he could be in there training, but he still got his own special abilities, his his natural God given abilities, plus the talent and the hard work. Yeah, and I well he meant by that too. Like who who did he beat? <laughs> Is Mari? Well, he beat Jamel Heron. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, I remember that. Jamel, yeah, he took the champ's belt. And that was a Bomac yeah. fighter. Bomac, Bomac brought him back from the ashes. Sure, yes, sir. I remember that. Hey, man, well, and Shakur, and y all, y all, you guys can't face uh, sparring 
uh, 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 who's going to win based off of sparring, man. You really can't, man, because Shakur and Devin are doing their thing in there, man, you know? And yeah. he ain't quit. He's not quitting. <laughs> it's not quitting. It's just like that. We're going to keep going? Like, I want to know what happened between Tank and Devin, you know, with the truth about that, you know? Because people stay uh, like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that, man. You know? This, they don't give a fuck. They release that shit. But I feel like something... I, I, I think that's also gonna get released, man. I think something be- uh, way bigger happened in that part, man. I think I, ain't, I don't know, man. I'm gonna stay quiet. TV. You may feel like it's your time, but it's not your time. All right, all right, all right. Well, this is the last call for alcohol for those that uh, want to call in and voice their opinion on this particular topic: Liam Smith rematch with Chris Eubank Jr. And uh, the trainer of Liam Smith is Joe McNeely. Joe McNeely. So, you know, shout out to Joe, who gets an opportunity to make a name for himself because we never heard of Joe. Let's just be real. We never heard of Joe. And uh, maybe my UK audience has, but not us Americans. We never heard of him. So that being said, if Joe McNeely can get a win over Bomat, it ain't going to look good on Bomag's resume. We got Optimus Prime here, and he's got a fat $10 super chat. Did Liam Coach train a two-time undisputed champion? What does this dude, what is this dude arguing about? That's what I'm saying. Two, two, two uh, faces with tears of joy. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, why he's getting mad that we're not bringing up Joe McNeely as if McNeely has an undisputed champ or something that I don't know about. And if I don't know about it, you know, rightfully so. Somebody correct me again. You know, I'm not a historian. But that is the last caller. You guys are fake boxing fans. You never you never show up for the hardcore topics. You only want to talk about the the, the, the tanks and the, and, the, and, the, and the stuff like that. I'll see you later, man. Don't say I ain't put in that work. We back at 7 o'clock Eastern. 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 6 o'clock Central.